Welcome to season three of the Simply Home Moms podcast. This is a podcast for moms done by moms. So get your coffee and pull up a chair. I'm Kara. I'm Nicole. We are lifelong friends that went from being babies to raising babies. Come hang as we talk real life, real food, and meet real moms. We want you to have a simple, mindful, healthy motherhood journey and we we are here for it. Hey, you're listening to the Simply Whole Moms podcast. This is Nicole, and I'm giving you a little disclaimer because we recorded these a little while back, and I say that this is episode three of season three, and technically it's going to be episode four of season three. So if you like details, I fixed that here, but in the next part of the intro, I'm going to say episode three, season three. So just to clear it up, enjoy the show. Welcome, welcome to episode three, season three. Did I say that backwards? Season three, episode three? I mean, Same I think thing. it works. Of the We're Simply Home Moms podcast. Professionals. We are so professional. <laughs> and today's episode is one of our favorite topics, which we didn't talk, well, I guess we talked some about birth stories, but we mm-hmm. sat down and talked to a real life doula. Her name is Josephine or Josie. Hawthorne, and she is a local doula to San Antonio with SA Birth Blessings. And get this, she's been a doula for 21 years and ballpark been with what a thousand different births is what she told us, which is amazing and quite a feat in and of itself. She's mom to seven children and Mm -hmm. I believe she said five grandchildren. Yeah. 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 And she's doing some amazing work in San Antonio as a doula. If you're unfamiliar with doulas, we go into what they are, how they're beneficial to pregnant moms, newborn moms. Um, This whole episode is jam-packed full of information on why you might need a doula, how you Mm -hmm. could benefit from a doula. We touch a little bit on uh, birth trauma. There's some talk of birth stories. So if something like that might, um, I don't know, be too much for you, then just take caution when you're listening to the or, episode. Or if you love hearing about birth, this is a perfect episode for you. Exactly. So yeah, join us in this episode as we talk to Josie from SA Birth Blessings. Y'all enjoy. Hey Josie, welcome to the Simply Whole Moms podcast. We are so excited to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited uh, to be here. Of course, um, one of my favorite things to talk about is having babies. Having babies. <laughs> First stories. It is. I love, I just love hearing mom's stories of how they became moms. So I'm really excited to talk to you today. Um, tell everybody a little bit about you. I want to let you introduce your yourself to them. Well, my name is Josie Cawthon. Um, I'm a wife of 35 years, mother of seven children, grandmother of five children. Oh my gosh. I didn't know you had seven children. Seven awesome kids. Awesome She's got people. seven birth stories. I love it. <laughs> I'm also a pastor's wife, a homeschooling mom, and a doula for over 21 years. Wow. Oh my gosh. How many babies have you helped deliver? I think our last count was closer, well, it's closer to a thousand. Stop it right now. She, she knows Isn't that crazy? So she's like a wealth of knowledge, Kara. We can just talk to her birth stories all the time. Oh <laughs> that would be fun for me, honestly. That's awesome. I I love the experience of giving birth. I know that's probably like not normal, 
Is that not normal? I don't know. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Some people have really good stories. And um, some people, but we tend to hear all the bad stories, right? We right. tend to hear all the scary ones. Oh, yes. Yes. Mine are, mine are both beautiful and not scary at all. That's awesome. That's um, wonderful. Well, yeah, mine was a little rough. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> some of mine were rough too, so. Well, yeah, you had you had a lot a lot of seven to choose from. So if you had gotten true. out with no rough in That's the seven, right. that would have been, been pretty yeah. awesome. Okay. So tell everybody... You're, you're a doula. Tell everybody what that actually is, what that means mm-hmm. to you, that kind of thing. Well, I still have friends who don't know what, what a doula, doula is. is. So, interesting? Yeah. Yes. It's, yes. I feel like it's so mainstream now. I even have friends who like went into birth with plans to have indu- inductions and mm-hmm. stuff and had doulas. That's right. Well, it wasn't mm-hmm. seven years ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> we right. even doula for C-sections. So Yes. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Tell us what it is. So, simple way to put it, it's pretty much a labor coach. Um, we give um, – we support with information, emotional, and physical support. I think that's probably the best way to describe it. And what is it? What is it to you? <laughs> to me, ooh, <clears throat> It really, I get to hold their hand throughout the whole process. I get, they're hiring a professional who has the ins and outs and the culture of a hospital, of a birth center, Mm -hmm. um, and they have the culture of their home, but um, of what it looks like to birth in um, those three different environments. Um, So helping them navigate through what is normal, what's uh, not normal, uh, how to manage their labor, how to stay focused, how to move, um, understanding what their body's doing and what their baby's doing throughout the process. And then that gives them kind of, sounds kind of funny, but it gives them skin in the game. They're like, okay, I know what I can do because I'm helping my baby and I will move and do the things that, um, are going to help me get through this process quicker or easier or smoother. Um, But also understanding like, okay, well, these are the routines in a hospital. Um, This is what you can expect in a birth center setting. And then, you know, at home when to call the midwife. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we also prepare them beforehand. So we have prenatal visits. um, We help them put together a birth plan. Um, we give them, uh, show them and teach them how to manage the pain at different um, stages of their labor and birth, um, what to expect after the baby's born. We help with breastfeeding. So pretty much anything having to do with pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. That's awesome. And I think my first impression of a doula was just the pre-pregnancy and birth. I didn't understand that postpartum care was a thing. Mm-hmm. And oh, nobody told me. I know. I literally was like, why am I bleeding? <laughs> like nobody told me freaking anything. And you're gonna push on my stomach and what's gonna happen? Oh yeah, okay. that massage. Mm-hmm. Oh, insane. Insane. oh my gosh, I almost passed out. But even after you get home, I didn't right. know that that was an option for me. And I feel like that is one of the most, mm-hmm. you know, you you guide them through the the pregnancy and the birth and then the taking care of the mom after I oh, feel yeah. like the part that is so precious and special that like you guys get to be a part of that. And mm-hmm. I think that just is something that needs to be like shouted from the rooftops. 
You know what? I agree. I agree. People don't understand the importance of a newborn mom. That's a concept, Mm -hmm. right? Think about that. Yes. You have a baby, but. little first first time mom self. Mm -hmm. I can see myself like in my mind's eye when I got home from the hospital. Scared, right? Yeah. Waddling around so, (laughs) so joyful. Like just Mm -hmm. so like love high, like on (laughs) stream. I did have that with my first, but just, yeah, like. Of like my boobs were literally like a balloons that were about to pop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like you know, I can remember feeling so vulnerable mm-hmm. during that and like, lonely. Mm-hmm. That was a lonely time. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. And sure. th- and then think about your husbands too. Like, oh my gosh, how do I help my wife? Well, I have no clue. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Oh my gosh! Why is she? Blue? Why are her boobs looking like that? <laughs> oh yeah, my husband loved that part. But I can remember. <laughs> I can remember him having. This is really honest but mm-hmm. him helping me shower um, sure when was born and my body was just dis like to me disgusting like I was oh. so insecure about oh. like you know my stomach you know that like when it's like and I had blood everywhere mm. like they did not clean me up because oh. of other things at the hospital that had happened and so there was like just blood all over me oh, man. and he just sat in the shower with me oh. and cleaned me off and I can just remember thinking like Nathan, what is he thinking? <laughs> you know, like, like he used to be like, you know, which he was on a high too, for sure. But right. I, in my head, I'm like, what does he feel like? I mean, it just felt so like primal, right? Like just, you know, like I'm vulnerable. So I think I, I, I just am super jealous of doulas. I yeah. just want to be one. Well, oh. what led you to be a doula? What, yeah. what led you down that path? Okay. So that's actually a really long story, but I'm going to cut it really short. I'm going to try to do <clears throat> okay, so um, many years ago, my um, teenage niece had gotten pregnant. She was 16, and um, I was actually pregnant at the same time, and she had considered mm-hmm. abortion, and my husband mm-hmm. and I were like, no, you can't do that. Hey, we'll adopt. And um, she, of course, being sassy, oh, no, no, no. Anyway, eventually she decided to keep the baby, and um, mm-hmm. when she had her baby, to my surprise, <clears throat> She wanted to breastfeed, and I was like, oh, thank God, because that helps with bonding. That helps with mm-hmm. so much of that disconnect when we consider things, you know, other things. So I was like, oh, this is awesome. So um, before I went to go visit her <clears throat> the day after, I was like, hey, what can I bring you and all that kind of stuff. And then I was like, hey, how did your breastfeeding go? And she goes, oh, I did good, you know, yesterday. But um, today the nurse just gave me a bottle and said it was the same thing. And I was like, oh, sweetie, that is not the same thing. <clears throat> and, of course, she was like, oh, well, what do you know? You're not a nurse. And I was like, okay, I'll see you later. So I hung up and I called back the front desk and I said, I want to talk to a nurse. Um, and I shared you with her. Not. <laughs> I did. I sure did. Mama Bear came out. I was like, mm, I need to talk to her nurse. And um, she was like, listen, we're, I'm really sorry, but we're really busy. And then she connected me with a lactation consultant. And so um, I spoke to her and I shared kind of a little bit of a background. And I was like, you know, this is really important um, for her to bond with her baby. Um, <clears throat> so uh, we actually hit it off over the phone. We actually became friends. We talked for about an hour about so many different things. Um, so eventually she, you know, she went in and helped her out, which was awesome, but we connected. And, um, like I said, we became friends and one day she says, Hey, um, 
it was a small hospital in New Jersey. And um, she said, hey, we need um, childbirth educators. Would you consider taking the course, excuse me, the course that the hospital's offering? And I was like, uh, I'm busy. You know, I have a family that I'm raising. And I spoke to my husband. He said, you know what? That might be good for you just to get out a little bit. Um, we were homeschooling and I had uh, just had my sixth baby. Oh, my gosh. And um, I was like, you know what? That sounds kind of like fun. So I took the course. <clears throat> And I absolutely loved it. Started teaching right away. And um, I just loved the fact that moms and dads and grandmothers who were coming to my classes were just like, like their eyes looked like they were opening. Like they were like, whoa, I didn't know that. Oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. that's so cool. And I love the fact that they were really taking on what I was teaching them. And so that made it super fun. And I was like, man, I can't believe they're paying me to to do this. (laughs) I'm having like a really good time. So anyway, um, some time passes. And again, my friend says, hey, have you ever heard of a doula? I was like, yeah, I heard about it like with my first baby, but I never looked into it or anything like that. She said, well, there's a course coming out. Check it out. We want to do it. Let's go to Philly and, and do this training. And so, again, I was like, what do you think? To my husband, I'm like, you know, I'm a busy mom, blah, blah, blah. And um, he said, you know what? You should go. You should do it. And he's kind of like not he's really. So sweet. I know. Like he was like always kind of just like pushing me to do things. But he was like, you know what? That sounds like fun. So why don't you go ahead and do it? And I did it. And um, it was just such a great continuation of what I was already doing. So instead of just teaching and then waiting for them to come visit me afterwards, um, I was able to go in with them and kind of go through the process. So I, um, I actually, so I taught classes in the hospital. And again, it was a small hospital. And one of the LND nurses was a high school friend of mine. And um, she would call me if any of the, any of the patients that took my class was giving birth. And she'd say, hey, after class, why don't you come up and, and kind of say hi? I think they'd really love to see you. And, um, and I wouldn't, so I'd kind of start dueling before, um, I even took the course and I thought this is amazing. And I can't, I'll never forget the very first time I saw a baby coming out of another woman. It wasn't my own. It was somebody else's. And the experience was so completely different. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was honestly praising God. I was like, thank you, Jesus. Oh my gosh. I can't even believe this. This is crazy. Yet I have had six kids of my own, but this is my first time. So I kind of really fell in love with the whole process. Um, and then after that, I didn't even have to advertise my, my, uh, the students that came into my class would be like, yep, I want to hire you. I want to hire, I want to hire. So, um, I started getting busy really, really quickly right away. And it was amazing. Just amazing. I'm actually still connected with, with one of them. Um, and, uh, the mom will post pictures on Facebook. We're connected through Facebook. And every once in a while at his birthday, she'll say something. She'll remember me and, and post something, which is really cool. That's so special. It really is. It really is. Hey, mamas. We interrupt this episode of the Simply Whole Moms podcast to tell you about one of our favorite places to shop online to upgrade our mom wardrobe just a little bit from our leggings and sweatshirts. 
So Well Clothing is an online clothing boutique that provides trendy and effortless styles, and they release new items every week on what Janelle calls Well Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Time. Janelle tries on all the new pieces, and it's so fun to watch and see how she styles them. You can find them online at thewellclothing.com. And for being a listener on the Simply Home Moms podcast, you can get a one-time $10 off of your clothing purchase. At checkout, use our code SIMPLYHOMEMOMS, all caps, no spaces. Happy shopping, Mama. Uh, so when we were talking about doing this episode, I told Nicole, like the one thing I really want to talk to her about yes. mm-hmm. is... Um, and I don't know how you would, what words you would use to describe this, but kind of like trauma from yeah. giving birth or, and um, like I said, I had, I, I had a wonderful birth experience mm-hmm. with my firstborn and it went exactly how I wanted. And awesome. oh yes, yes. Um, so, so very grateful for that. And it was just, you know, the most beautiful time, but I do feel like and I don't, I don't want to use this term incorrectly, but I had a little bit of PTSD. Like I was having, um, dreams. Mm -hmm. I had to like hash it through with my husband. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, we probably hashed it through like 10, 12 times where I'm like, okay, tell me again what happened. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it was, it was very painful, even Mm -hmm. though it was, it was beautiful and, you know, wonderful and the the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And, I just, I would love, like, it's not, I've never heard another mom say that she had a dream about giving birth or, but I know it's happening. Cause I, you know, mm-hmm. I see stuff on, I guess, like Instagram and whatnot, right. but I, like, what, what exactly is that? And how do you work through that? So trauma, um, looks different for different people. Right. Um, you know, it could be um, the intensity of the pain and feeling out of control, or it could be a provider who's rude, uh, a nurse who's pushy or mean um, or yells. It could be um, tearing. It could be a physical, you know, like fourth degree tear. That's pretty traumatic, you know? Right. Um, right. I think it is, it, it is real. It's, it's a real thing. And, um, I think that the best, um, thing to do is exactly what you did was to share it with your husband and talk about it. Um, uh, sometimes moms are going to need to speak with a therapist and kind of, um, re it's not rehashing, but it's, um, going through and then trying to pick out the the positives that did happen but acknowledging mm-hmm. the hard parts you know acknowledging that yes what you felt was real and either fair or unfair um and then kind of coming to terms with that but honestly praying about it asking the Lord to heal you but speaking with other people too is super super helpful um, we have trauma too. There's actually something, it's like a second, secondhand smoking, right? Secondhand trauma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doulas go through them too. And nurses and, um, even doctors, sometimes it's so overwhelming that it kind of desensitizes them in their setting. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, we've experienced that too. And I remember, um, going through, uh, helping, uh, 
certain moms and the things that have happened and coming home and sharing it with my husband. And at one point he was like, hey, I'm sorry, but I can't listen anymore. He goes, it's too much. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. So having somebody else, another mom to talk to, but I had to find another doula to talk to because for some people they can't handle that kind of trauma. Does that make sense? Definitely. Did I answer your question? I feel like I rambled a little bit. No, 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 it did. I think, I think for me too, one thing that really happened a lot and I, you know, Nicole, I know you have, you know, similar differing feelings about this, but, um, is like, I, I didn't remember a lot. I was in so much pain. Like my, my memory was really spotty. And so I have like, I had a lot of questions from what my husband Morgan after it was Mm -hmm. all said and done. Cause and, and I dreamed some of the things and then I'm like, did that happen or did that not happen? And I was like really trying to work through like what was reality and on my second child, not so much, even though the birth was probably even more painful. It was just, I, I guess I had experienced it before maybe. So my body was and my mind were able to maybe fire, fire on more cylinders <laughs> there, make those connections a little bit more, but mm-hmm. I just really... I, and I just really had a lot of stuff to work work through. Mm-hmm. Some moms experience some some kind of amnesia, even like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Like I don't remember that part. So sometimes, if I, if my client doesn't have a photographer, I try to make sure that I'm shooting some pictures from my phone or their phone so that they can remember because they're like there are blocks of time mm-hmm. that is kind of like mm, I don't remember that. Yeah, like, I don't have a single photo from Yeah. Me. Oh, see? So yeah. I don't think I do either from either of mine. Because my husband basically was my doula. Yeah. Um, he really wanted to do it himself. Sure. I, I can still remember the moment he decided that. I was like, you want to do, what do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Because <laughs> I really think we could use a professional. I was like, fine, <laughs> you can do it if you read these books. Oh. Yeah, he did. He read them. But um, so he was busy. And we didn't have, we just did it, the two yeah. of us. So we didn't have anybody else in there. And I really regret that. He's in the moment too. He's right yeah. there with you. And you know what? My husband was my doula too, the whole time, all of them. Aww. And he was amazing. Um, super supportive. And um, well, we've gathered that. I know. <laughs> For real. He's a good well, guy. I- I feel like a misconception sometimes people have with doulas is that you have to be wanting an unmedicated birth. No, not true. And right. I feel like that's something, um, I think you mentioned at the beginning that you guys will doula for a C-section or right. a hospital birth or a birth right. center birth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's something that's really important that I've tried to share with friends who are going into it. Cause <laughs> my, my first daughter was born like seven years ago now. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I brought the idea of a doula to people, they were like, what's oh, that? Yeah. What are you doing? Is that at your house? Do you have to do that? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> are you having a home birth? Wait, what? I was like, no, no, no. They're, they're my advocate at the hospital. Which you needed. I you do. Oh, she that. needed it. Like, unlike anything ever. I can remember when I came and visited you at the hospital, she had braided your hair. She and it was like in this, like beautiful wrap around the top of your head French braids situation and I was like what the hell is going on (laughs) like I was I've always been behind Nicole in life phases like I was not even considering having kids at this point and I'm like 
I'm like, who braided your hair? I'm like, who braided her hair? <laughs> who did that? Yeah, I, I think it's a crucial part of the French braid. No, <laughs> <laughs> that was actually very helpful. No, but just having a doula and someone in your corner is mm-hmm. like, it's, it's, I just think essential to it, no matter what type of birth that you're going Absolutely. for. I think it's so important. So I had a hard time finding a doula in San Antonio. So I'm wondering if moms, well, I think I just, like I said, seven years ago and I wasn't super connected on social media. I didn't know, I didn't know where to go to Mm -hmm. look. And so do you have any suggestions for moms who, if they're not in San Antonio and couldn't reach out to you, how could they go about finding someone in their community to offer a doula service? So there's several different ways. Um, Let's just say somebody just moved into a new area. They don't know anyone. You know, they can't ask for personal reference. You can ask your provider. Um, There are plenty of um, mom groups on Facebook right now um, that will share. I I love it. I get a lot of referrals from Facebook as well. Um, We're like, hey, I just moved to the area. I don't know anyone. Um, can somebody uh, recommend a doula and you'll have a ton of different names. And so I always recommend that you, that a mom and dad actually go and interview and see who's the right fit because not everybody is going to click with everybody. So you want to find somebody who's really, who kind of views it the same way and who can be a great support for you and, um, and your, and the dad. Um, uh, like I said, I don't know if I said this, but um, uh, doctor's offices usually will give a referral. Midwives, yeah. um, if you're doing a birth center or a home birth, they have referrals too with um, doulas that they've worked with and um, they've seen their style or really enjoy working with them. So those are some ways that you can um, or you Google Google search you can literally go through some of the trainings and um, Jonah is one of the biggest ones and see who is certified and who's certified in your area okay so um, that that helps kind of narrow things down too that's awesome and then what about the postpartum side of things Mm -hmm. I feel like what what would someone who's considering a doula for maybe their first baby or even their second one. And they're thinking the postpartum care might not be for them. What are some of the benefits of that? What do do you provide? Oh my goodness. You know, I love being a birth doula, but I think sometimes we overlook um, the postpartum, right? It's kind of like planning for a wedding. You're thinking about venues and dresses and food, but how much do we actually put into, Hey, how well do I know you? What things should we be talking about? right after the wedding. That's when you get the the real learning. And so it's the same with babies. We do so much preparation for the baby and that's essential. That's really important um, because if we do have um, a hard experience or a rough experience, it can and most likely will affect our relationship with that child and mm-hmm. with our spouse, right? So, um, but bringing baby home is a huge scary part of of, of, of being a parent. And so, um, a doula will help with, inf- again, information, um, uh, physical and emotional support. So we have two different services for postpartum. One is the day and one is the overnight. And throughout the day we can help, um, prep meals, making sure that the mom is, um, eating and drinking enough, that she's resting enough, 
Um, we'll help them with breastfeeding if they're having any issues, kind of help set up their nursery for, um, we're not organizing nurseries. We're not doing things like that, but we are kind of saying, Hey, it would be more beneficial if you brought that here mm-hmm. or put your diapers here or had your, you know, whatever, setting these things up a little bit easier. And, um, and that's important because once we deliver our baby, all the focus goes from the pregnant mom to the baby. And the mom is kind of left like, Ooh, you know, what about me? How come nobody's paying attention to me? I need things. I need rest. I'm hungry. Hey, anybody, you know, cause the baby's so cute. So we'll, we'll gravitate to the baby. So we're postpartum care is mainly for the mom, not necessarily, it is for the baby too, but mainly our job is to help equip the mom so that she's more confident in taking over her role. Um, but you know, if she needs, she's in the bathroom and she needs a pad, we'll run in and bring her a pad. You know what I mean? Um, (laughs) Or bringing her a shake, you know, because she hasn't had breakfast and you got there at 10 o'clock, you know? So, um, so that's super important, but our most popular postpartum package really is the overnights. Um, and that's when we come in, um, most, most of the time we come in like around nine or 10 PM and we leave either five or 6 AM. And even with a breastfeeding mom, um, we're helping them sleep. So, um, we come in, mom's usually, um, nursing, we get to talk to her. Um, she gets to talk to us about how her day went, if there's any frustrating part of her day or breastfeeding. And then as soon as she's done nursing, she goes straight to bed. We will burp and change the baby, settle the baby and put the baby down till the following feeding. Um, and I always encourage them. I say, Hey, I know this is like a stranger that you might've met (laughs) once or twice. Turn your camera on, make sure you have it on so you can see what's going on. But, um, so you can open your eyes and make sure the baby's okay. And then close your eyes again. Right. So sleep Mm -hmm. deprivation is huge. It's huge. It will, um, it will affect the way you think, how hungry you are. Um, your mood. I always, I always joke that they use it as torture. (laughs) Pretty other much. countries. It's a torture tactic. They <laughs> play music to keep you awake and then people go crazy. That's I'm right. Like, <laughs> I'm like, that is what happens to moms and nobody's but, talking about it. And it's true. And even if you think about postpartum, um, postpartum blues, postpartum um, mm-hmm. depression, yes. uh, a lot of our clients don't even know that they have it. And when they do, um, you know, they have the resource. So we're full of resources as well. So if we see something, not that we're assessing or, um, you know, we're not diagnosing anything, but if we see something, we do have an Edinburgh scale that we give out. Like, hey, if you're still not feeling like yourself, I encourage you to take this and then share that with your OB. Or yeah. <clears throat> if you don't want to go straight to medication, which is what most of them will do, and that's that's fine. But if that's something that the mom doesn't want to do, there are holistic um doctors and providers that, right. you know, will draw your blood <clears throat> and see what your hormone levels are. Mm-hmm. Um, change your diet, <clears throat> help you get on to an exercise program um, and, and, or therapy, right? <clears throat> yeah. Talking to someone. Um, so all of those resources we're aware of. And whereas <clears throat> if a doc, if a dad is concerned 
you know, he's like, well, what do I do? How do I help my wife? They'll talk to friends. They might not, you know, connect with the right, um, or, you know, somebody will say, oh, you'll get over it or you're, right. you'll be okay, you know, toughen up or everybody else did it. My mom did it. My grandmother did it. You can do it too. Kind of downplay the severity of, of the need of the mom. Right. So right. we kind Millions of, of women with, have done this, right? You could do yeah. it too. Yeah. yeah. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. And it's not, it's not true. We have a lot of moms who need a little bit of help. Do you know that dads can get postpartum depression and anxiety? Did you know that? I didn't. I didn't ever consider that. But my husband will be somewhat happy to hear this because he feels like he was marginalized the entire time. (laughs) Not a part. He always jokes about that. Like, like they wouldn't let him hold the baby when they were wheelchairing me around and oh. he didn't get a free meal. And anytime anybody came in the room, they talked to me and not him. And he was always just like, why does nobody want to know what I think about the baby? Why does nobody I'm like, well, because I've been building them for the last 10 months. <laughs> he felt very marginalized. So I'm going to tell him, honey, if you want the good, you also have to take the bad. There you go. There you go. But it is true. There are, I had just recently a dad who had, um, perinatal anxiety. Like he was so anxious about everything. The mom was so calm, but he was just like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like just, he needed a therapy. He needed to have somebody just to talk to and help him through his emotions. It's a real life change. It's like a new chapter in their lives. I was going to say, yeah, it affects the whole family. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, you know, when you have a second one, like how do you navigate not being able to sleep when the baby sleeps? Being <laughs> up, like they're on a schedule. They still need breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and they need your attention too. So we exactly. kind of help them figure that whole thing out. What's right for them, right? Everybody's different, so helping them with um, with their situation. It's so important. I'm I'm sad I missed out on that postpartum. Part. Next one. <laughs> if I could go back next time, I wish. <laughs> I think my body quit with me. (laughs) Well, I don't want to wrap this up yet, but I'm going to go ahead and ask you our closing question. Um, And it is, what is something that 2020 has taught you about motherhood? (laughs) Wow. That's a loaded one, right? I know, right? I've got to think about that answer for myself too. (laughs) You know what? Honestly, we need each other. Moms need other moms. Mm-hmm. Moms need to share uh, because isolation is pretty normal it, without being in 2020. Before 2020, that was one of the right. biggest things that moms experienced was like, oh my gosh, when you know their mom goes back home and their husband goes back to their regular schedule and they're alone with the baby, it feels so lonely, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. during 2020, when um, everybody was being told not to be, gather, um, I think that was uh, pretty harsh. Um, so moms need other moms. They need to know that they're not the only ones, that um, it's okay to um, to cry. It's okay to feel like you've, you're missing out on what you are what you had, what what was your normal. And that motherhood's not always, you know, Instagram perfect. 
Um, and so it's important for them to talk to another mom and say, yeah, you know, I really hated breastfeeding until I got over the hump or I didn't right. feel normal until I was, and the baby was at least three to four months. Like those things, um, are super important to know that you're not alone. Um, and then to reach out just to, um, well, we provide that, uh, the mommy meetup, which yes, I wish I was going to ask you to share about that. Yes. Yes. You, share yes. with everybody who's local. Tell them about that. Okay. So we meet the last Tuesday of every month, um, in a park setting somewhere it's different and we'll post where we will be, but it, you know, bring your blanket, bring your cup of coffee, bring your baby. Um, and we just kind of sit and talk. Sometimes, um, I'll have a speaker, um, it'll be on purpose. And, um, but most of the time it's just moms talking about their everyday life and, how they didn't sleep the night before or how, um, you know, they're struggling with communication with their husbands or, um, you know, being jealous of them going out to lunch and they have to have peanut butter and jelly at home and they're bored stiff, whatever that looks like, just to feel like they're part of the outside world, outside of the walls of their home. Um, so yeah, I love to be able to provide that. Um, I wish more people, um, we just gather with their friends and say, hey, can we go get a cup of coffee? Can we just, yeah. I just, I need to get out of the house. I need to feel like an adult, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, without all the schmutz on my shirt and the <laughs> poopy diaper smells that I can't find where it's coming from, you know. Exactly. <laughs> um, just kind of gathering. That's, I think that's probably been um, amplified in 2020. Um, sure. Just not being alone, not being secluded. Mm-hmm. Talk Definitely. to your friends. Talk to yeah. That's so true. That's so important. It can feel really lonely. Mm-hmm. I remember with my first. I, I mean, it just felt like I was the only one that had a baby that wanted to sleep right next to them all the time, and yeah. it just it feels isolating, like you said. And then I can't imagine again in the in the realm of twenty twenty, <laughs> not being able to even try to see people in person would just be uh-huh. an extra level of frustration for sure so oh for sure for sure where, where can everybody find you um online and then where is is the information for the mommy monthly meetup on your website or do you post it on instagram i post it on instagram and um, we do have a facebook page as well okay so on instagram you can uh, find us at sabirthblessings.com um and that's our website as well um and you can find us through Google. So we have an IG account, Facebook account, and um, our website. Website. Perfect. That is so awesome. Thank you so much for being a resource in San Antonio and reaching out and loving on all these moms and families that need it so much. I'm I'm really thankful that our paths crossed, I guess, via Instagram, right? Is that yes. how we did? Yeah. Yes. And yes. I wish. I wish I had known you seven years ago. <laughs> oh, I wish I'd known you too. And we really, and I have a team too. So for those who think, you know, oh, well, she might be too busy or whatever. We do only take, we can only take a certain amount a month, but yeah. I have a wonderful team of seven other doulas um, who do postpartum and birth or postpartum or only 
um, births. So reach out. And one of the things that's important to us is to be able to um, meet every kind of budget. So we do have newer doulas who are very, very, very affordable. Um, So don't think that, you know, I think one of the common misconceptions is, Oh, that's, you know, just for, you know, if you have a ton of money and you can afford right. kind of like a, a maid coming in to help you clean, you know, all these things. No, they're, they're we are affordable. There are people, it's, it's totally worth it um, to have somebody that's going to give you peace of mind or help you get a couple of excellent hours sleep the first, you know, the first month the baby's at home or even the first couple of weeks. So we do have um, a doula for every budget. So don't think, you know, it's, it's it's unreachable. Well, I just love that. Thank you so much. Thank you for all the fun birth conversation. I know we could go on and on. It's my favorite. Um, So we'll let you get back. I know you have um, a full plate over there. So thank you for talking to us. And if you guys don't follow along with them, go find them online. Um, yeah, and just go to a monthly meetup. Yeah. I'd love to meet you guys. Come on out. Thank you. All right. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review so other moms like you can find us. You can find our blog at simplywholemoms.com and we are all over the internet on Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook as Simply Whole Moms. We'll be here next Thursday.